Alan Watt is our guest. Check out his website, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Now, honestly, I don't know where this guy gets his energy. I mean, he's on RBN. He's on the Alex Jones Show. He, you know, like, like I said, he has his own show. And I think he used to do shortwave a long time ago. Now he's all over the web. Literally, the guy's popularity has just exploded in the last couple of years. Um, he did a talk sometime last year about brain chips, 2025, the globalist uh, revolution, their own revolution to take control of humanity. Somebody literally took his speech and added images to it and went over the article, you know, backing up everything he was saying. I came across the article. And again, these are just admissions. These are just mild admissions of what's to come. So if you want to take a look at that, you might want to try uh, some Google search terms, 2025 brain chips, flash mobs, all into Google video, and you're going to get quite a treat. And with that, we are going to go directly to Alan. Hello, sir. All right, Hello? Alan, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Great. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm staying out with the thunder. We've had thunder since 2 p.m. yesterday. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't get any earth changes um, tonight, but there's a lot of things moving around right now. What is the weather like up in Canada? Well, heavy, heavy aerial spraying with the polymer-type clouds, these wispy ones that stretch across the sky. And you watch them spraying and building the storm, and you can actually tell when they're going to create it now. I'm, I'm so used to it. And sure enough, it started yesterday at 2 p.m., thunder and lightning, massive rainstorm, and then it clears, it clears up in the evening, and it's back to the same thing the following day. This has been two months of this. And you can well, watch them making the storm on a daily basis. The heart you can pick up on the short wave, and it's banging away there, and... They must convince the populations that we are causing the problem. That's the whole trick behind this. And most people, unfortunately, will believe it. You know, there was an earthquake in China. We all know about that. What people don't seem to know about, you know, near the, uh, right near the epicenter. And the Chinese military wouldn't let anybody go up there and take a look. And this got reported in the Epoch Times. So uh, I'm very suspicious about some of the things that some environmentalists think is natural. Perhaps Gaia's taken its power back and is going to uh, destroy the human race. You know, I, I see a lot of things here that are, uh, oh, I don't know, affecting the food crops. What's your yeah. take on that? Uh, there's no doubt. I mean, many people have been watching the destruction of the farms. That was a priority under the United Nations Agricultural Committee's Years ago, back when they said, uh, in the 50s, they said that farming was too important to be left to farmers and the family farm. And so there was a war on farmers. And if you've noticed, the bread baskets of Canada and the U.S. has been hammered uh, pretty well every year since uh, the Berlin Wall came down. Now, we used, to, we used to, our main exports at one time were to the Soviet Union. We fed the Soviet Union right through their entirety their whole life and once they started to feed themselves and get food from elsewhere um, suddenly these storms hit Alberta, Saskatchewan areas and the Midwest farming in the US and you're getting floods every year or droughts every year this year it's flooding again and so they're putting the last of the farmers out of business and then in come the corporate farmers they, they, they join all these farms together and they have massive farms and five corporations own the food supply of the planet. This is a warfare strategy. You always go for the food supply. 
every time. And what do they say, Alan? They say, now's the time for people to really give in to the wonderful science of genetically modified food, Big Agra. Yeah. And so here we are talking about these farms. I see a lot of people out in the future losing their farms for something else in the future, in the next year. In the next year, you look at Iowa and the corn. Let's take a look at who owns that land next year and what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, we, we got a couple calls that are waiting. I know we barely got into the conversation, but I want to bring up Jim in Oregon because I, I, I let people know that you're going to be on with us tonight, Alan, and I want some people, in addition to myself, to ask you some questions. Um, but we, before we go to Jim, you're in the, uh, I believe, the eastern sector of Canada? Um, yeah, I'm in Ontario. I'm towards the north of Ontario. Yeah. Okay, so is your region the recipient of the storm that uh, originated, so they say, in the Midwest? Because I understand there's a storm now that's moving northeast towards D.C. and New York. Is this the same thing? It's the same thing. Uh, but, but as it's going along across all of these states and provinces in Canada, you, you can actually photograph quite easily uh, all the jets going back and forth and laying the trails in amongst the clouds. This is constant. It's quite an amazing sight to watch. <laughs> yeah, I also want to say that, you know, here in Portland, as you already know, it's a heavy uh, uh, chemtrail vortex. But, but I do want to say in the last three weeks to four weeks, there have been very few trails at all. And so I'm aware of this, and I don't know why it's happening or why they've stopped uh, if they're nervous about something, getting caught, or if it's something else, or maybe they uh, unintentionally create a disaster that they didn't mean to create. So I don't know what's going on, but I can tell you at the moment there is a pause right now in our area with the uh, the spray. But they're probably using it up here and elsewhere. Uh, that's generally what they do uh, when they're building up a big storm somewhere else. They call all the aircraft to that particular area and, and just go back and forth and stitch the sky back and forth with their trails. And we've even had orange clouds today, orange burst within the clouds. There's so much of these chemicals in the sky. Oh, my God. You know, they said that the um, the atmosphere looked a little bit strange in the area around the uh, Chinese earthquake right before it actually happened. About 30 minutes before it happened, there was uh, some interesting lights in the sky. I don't exactly know what that's all about, but well, it, is it is something we have to look the at. Harp. It's the harp technology. It uses the ionosphere. Mm-hmm. And you, you can actually watch them doing it here, in fact, where I am. And the, uh, the, the, the harp acts the same way as the auroral borealis. You'll see a, a northern light type effect uh, uh, fluttering across the sky. And when the harp is being used, it's very regular. It pulsates across the sky. And, and when it builds up uh, the standing wave, uh, it literally hits the earth, and that's when you get the earthquake. All right, let's talk to Jim in Oregon, and uh, we got a break coming up. When we get back from the break, uh, Alan, let's get into um, what's going on today with this whole push to put people in the cities, because I'm, I'm very concerned about that. And we're also today going to be talking about subliminals, mind control, and the other things that are out there. All right, so with that, let's bring up uh, Jim in Oregon. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey, Jim. You're on the air, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't say my name was Jim, so I wasn't sure. Uh, basically, I wanted to ask Alan um, what he thought about 2012, because I've studied it a lot, uh, you know, what the Hopi say and the Mayans, um, as well as the Tibetans. Um, 
but I just, just generally wanted to get his opinion on um, the event of 2012 and what he thinks um, might happen or might not happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't go along with with, the, with the, the, these legends that that have suddenly, in the last 50 years, been made very popular. Uh, the, the whole New Age movement backs it up, but it's not, you see, they're using that to bring on real phenomena, and they've always used religions in the past, especially prophecies. And what it does to your mind is when it actually happens, you think, well, there's nothing you can do. It's either written in the stars or it's God's will or whatever. That's to make you accept it. But what is planned is 2010. We know this for a fact. It's published in the mainstream papers in Canada. The last signatory goes on for the final year of the complete integration of the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Uh, They've already done it. They started the last five since 2005. 2010 is complete. Then by 2012, the UN is to be brought up to power as, as, as world government. That's what the, the agenda is. And by 2012, they want everything HD, and I wonder why. I mean, perhaps they have some subliminals ready to go, make sure that uh, you know they have some sort of a, you know a backup plan to hold down consciousness. I don't know, I Alan. Do. I think uh, we do live in interesting times. Let's pick up on this after the break. We'll be back, Jim. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. What needs to happen now for us to survive and share information is for us to be open with one another, even if we disagree with one another over 2012 and things of that nature. We do know that we're under attack, and there is this move to hold down consciousness. So to segue from 2012, let me ask uh, Alan directly, and then we'll go back to our uh, caller. Do you believe, Alan, and then let's get into the real stuff that we need to get into tonight, that consciousness though is expanding that we are kind of learning about this because many of us are alan the i see people all over that they're starting to like figure like amazing things out do you believe in consciousness expansion uh not on the sort of mass scale people can't help but notice what's going on because we're being told what's to come in major papers every day including the 30 years of riots uh, over food shortages which they're bringing on they'll cause it it's quite easy to do now when five companies control the food supply. And they want to bring the population down. They've published all of this stuff. And the transhumanist agenda that's having international meetings with all top professors, uh, funded with multi-million dollar in, um, foundations behind them, have come out openly saying we've got to get rid of all the old types of humans and this not adequate enough. And we must bring a, a smaller, a more um, elite type through into a new civilization. But this is out in the open, so it's, it's not so much consciousness expansion. Amongst the people who are waking up, you, you wake up into a multi-layered matrix, and they generally get caught in one or the other of the layers. They don't see the big, big picture because they don't have the foundation of the histories behind it all, which are ancient, ancient histories of an idea that was published thousands and thousands of years ago and uh, at what they wanted to do and where they'd bring the world and the creation of a new man. Uh, you can go back into the Hindu religion, which basically it's, it's, it's uh, centered upon with uh, the waves, they call it the waves of time or theosophy, 
where we go through millions of years and then those who are more advanced must come through into a new age. Those who cannot make it must be eliminated. That is straight Hinduistic philosophy and it's taught through all, all high masonry, which, uh, which is really based on it. So this is an old, old agenda. We find that the Rockefeller Foundation that's helped spearhead the eugenics movement in the United States they have their comparative ones in other countries, all networking together with the same agenda of the elimination of the masses. There are simply the junk gene types, the commoners, and how the elite must come through with a technocratic um, backup back type of society to back them up and serve their needs. They don't need the masses anymore. And they claim that the masses are using up the world's resources. They, they think those resources belong to them because after all they're worthy to use them and their offspring will use them more efficiently than the masses will. This is such hypocrisy because those same foundation leaders are the ones who rule the present day's industries of the planet. They created this system and now they're blaming the public for abusing it. Uh, we're under a war fair strategy. In war you go for the food, for the water and you go for all property. You must make people obedient, subservient, and really de facto slaves. That is what we're being trained to believe today. We're slaves. We have no say in anything. We have no rights. Uh, just accept it. And while they're doing all that, they use chaos to the extreme. The family unit had to be totally destroyed. And since the 60s, the youth have used a war. Uh, first of all, creating a war between the genders and between the generations as well to make sure there's no communication because you cannot have a cohesive society when you want to change it into a totalitarian society. A cohesive society will fight and stand up for itself. When it's divided down to the individual that's completely isolated from everyone else, you're easily conquered. So this is war strategy used to the maximum and you're simply seeing the, the final phase being put on as all today. They plan from 2012 onwards to have this 30 years war on the public with us all rioting and, and mobs, ragtag mobs, unorganized. And you can see what they've done under the guise of terrorism. These massive armies, internal armies of police and SWAT teams, etc., ready to deal with what they've planned to come. And it is planned to come. All right, let's go back to our caller in Oregon. Are you still there? Yeah. Did you want um, to go ahead and respond to that? I, I know that we have different opinions here on 2012 and well, consciousness and the idea of spirit coming here to aid humanity in this time of crisis as we are attacked by the elite. Because I do believe we are spiritual beings, that, that, that we are here for a reason. And uh, I think that a lot of stuff that Alan's talking about is accurate, is true. Uh, but a lot of stuff has been put out there deliberately to, to frighten us, to make us believe in no future, no hope. And so with that, we'll go back to our uh, caller from Oregon, Eugene, Oregon. Well, basically, I uh, um, agree with everything he says. Um, I've been a long-time you know, listener and, and uh, follower of uh, Alan Watts' research, and, I mean, he's exactly right. Um, the one thing that I, that I was just trying to get clarification on was about 2012 is basically we have the Mayan calendar, um, which uh, I would say most historians agree um, that it is a cyclical cyclical calendar, um, and 
basically, uh, from everyone I've heard of, of that has discussed it, um, has said 2012 is the date. Um, the Hopi... Um, live i'm originally from arizona but uh i hope you live in the four corners area of uh arizona and new mexico and they believe if you talk to the shaman that they believe that there's that's their home and they're supposed to be stay there for 2000 years until 2012 when the great white brother is supposed to come back and that's what the shamans say so uh, basically what i would you know part of clarification Alan, are you saying that, that the Tibetans and the Hopi and the Mayans and everyone is basically within this plan of creating uh, a master race? Um, and if uh, well, so, here's, here's how it goes. Alastair Crowley, who worked for MI5 mm -hmm. and who was put in charge of the, the OTO branch of Freemasonry, he also belonged to the York Rite. Uh, was set out into the world to create what they call mysticism and confusion. That was his duty and task. To start up what they call the New Age movement. And he... Would, would the term discordia uh, be an accurate term to describe that? You could, but, but, but actually they have a motto. It's a branch of MI5. They get trained to do this. They still train them today, by the way. Mm -hmm. And they put gurus out into the world. These are gurus get followers. But Crowley's job was to, to start off and, and get very intriguing for youngsters especially because they already saw uh, the, the 60s coming into view and the kind of uh, culture they were going to create was already planned back in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. And his job was to start off the, this branch of mysticism that's very intriguing to youngsters. And he says in his own, his own writings in the book called The Beast 666, he says he went over to South America. He was to encourage youngsters to try and take the drugs down there, have the hallucinations, and have the, their doors of perception opened up. Huxley followed him with the same kind of stuff to make it very popular. Mm -hmm. How does this do this? Now, now the, the thing is, though, he admitted when he was there, he, he, he met Hopis and others, and he was admitted into the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry by the Hopis. You're led... See, uh, You've got to understand that Freemasonry runs all through all religions and all peoples. And mm -hmm. they run uh, this culture industry uh, through the religions and through the education societies. Freemasons admit in their own journals that they started up the educational systems in every country and put down the formats of what's to be taught. And it's the same with the religions. They're still using, they've created the whole New Age movement to convince the people of what they call the grand delusion, that you can become gods, which is really what's behind the whole New Age. Doesn't matter what branch you go into, or even start with yoga, if you continue up the ladder, you'll eventually come into the channeling thing, and then you'll want to become a god like Shirley McLean. So they do use all of these different branches of religion, including those ones which you're least suspicious of, to bring their whole New Age agenda 
into being. And when you believe that something is, see, it's not true that all experts agree about the mind calendar. Alan, Alan, I got to stop you. I'm sorry. It, it, it's, it's the idea of expanding my consciousness that helped me figure out this stuff in the first place. I don't understand this. But what's that this is the I mean, everything is just new age religion. I don't understand this hysteria. It's organized religion, orthodox religion that's kept a lot of our species in suppression. Why does everything have to go under the guise of new age religion? Why can't we just be open, seeking spirit to change our world, to get rid of the tyrants, get rid of the suppressors, think about living free? I mean, all that stuff is good. I, I, I don't understand why there's just this fear of people that want to expand their minds and change this world. Alan, I love you, man. So let's just go into the quarantine, the martial law. That's the only way you want to talk about the problem. We can do that after the next break. Heading to the Matrix, not and it's going to be uh, discuss the uh, you know the world at large, martial law preparations. A lot of things are escalating. We clearly have different views on spirit. Many of us in the movement, but we're here today because we know that we're under attack in terms of consciousness, uh, the chemtrails, uh, the bombardment, all these different poisons that are in the food. I happen to believe, though, for a reason that they're doing that to keep people down as we go through changes because I do live in an area where I'm seeing people want to explore themselves. They're reacting to this chaos by going, well, what is life? What is li I know you're lying. I know they're lying. I know the media's lying. I want to know myself. What is going on? Not just religiously, you know, what is God or what's going on in the universe, but what's going on in our lives? So we are seeing that and a lot of people get kind of Alan, the one reason I said that is because a lot of people get uh, pushed into this um, box, box, you know, inside the box, Alan, of being part of the New Age movement. And uh, I just don't see how we can uh, move all people that want to expand their minds, stretch their bodies, and be healthy. You've got to he stop right there and let me finish what I was saying. Now, here's my point of view on this. The New Age movement was set up to take over from the other religions. And under the guise of freeing you, they've given you heroes to follow. And everyone's read their books, and they've been all over the universe with those books. And it's written in the stars and all the rest of it. And believe you me, there's just as much programming contained in those books under the guise of freeing you. And it's fascinating to go. Now remember, too, the old books from the old orthodox religions, which are pretty well gone by now, did the same thing thousands of years ago to young people as well. It fascinated them. It was incredible. It astounded them. So they've given us a substitute. Gorbachev talked about it in his own book, Towards a New Civilization. He says, we must create a new religion for the people of the world. And he said it will be based on a form of earth worship. That encompasses all of the New Age agenda. This is a carefully laid out thing. Now, I'm not saying you cannot achieve consciousness individually. But you understand where this whole term consciousness comes from as it's used in its format. This comes from Freemasonry. And they put it out through theosophy. And they put it out also through their, their higher Rosicrucian sects. They talked about nothing but higher consciousness. And where it led them, and if you go into these sects, you'll find this is true. Where it leads you is ultimately the same path of channeling, bring in an entity, get to know it, or go and see a shaman, bring in your power animal. It's the same agenda, and they used to call that being possessed at one time. Personally, 
I'd rather not be possessed by anything except my own free spirit. Uh, we have Tim on the on the line in Canada. He's been waiting for a period of time. We're going to bring you up. Hello, Tim. Alan, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I'm gonna sort of diverge from uh, the uh, police state thing. I was thinking about more religion. Um, okay, I'll just try and make be as succinct as possible. I've uh, been following a lot of the stuff like in Zeitgeist and in a lot of what you've been saying, Alan. And, uh, like, my background is coming from, like, the Christian home, right? And like you say, the programming is really hard to get away from. But I can totally understand everything that you're saying in uh, that it's all manufactured and stuff. Um, so, like, what's an alternative? Because... Um, due to a severe trauma, like, uh, in anxiety, I was forced onto the, the, the path, kinda, and not really, um, like, it was more of just being aware of myself and aware of how I affect other people and having really heightened, um, sense of awareness due to, uh, really bad anxiety. And that led, like, even apart from this guy that I was, uh, that I knew for a while who was almost being my teacher in this because he had experienced the same thing, I was trying to, um, go away from my Christian upbringing and, uh, go more towards, um, just following the spirit that's in me towards, um, like the truth, right? You know, the ineffable truth that we have. Like the things that Jesus would have taught, but apart from religion, just the things that you know is true, where you know, where, um, I'm sorry to bring Jesus into this, where, you know, where Jesus. Why? Why? I mean, everybody else can come in. Okay. I just mean where, where a person can say that religion, like that all Christians are, are totally wrong, right? Because, I mean, you got, I mean, even me, who is, like a kind of a rebellious Christian knows that it's all wrong, man. Like it's all about money, it's all about power, it's mm-hmm. all about all of that stuff, and I know that. Well, you see, you gotta understand too. Any truth? Do we have everything clear there at the studio with Alan? He might have got dropped off. And, and you know, I I think Alan does understand that, and so that's what. That's what I think he was trying to say earlier, and I think we may have him back. So let's let's see if he can uh, go ahead and respond. I'm going to bring him back. Hi, Alan. Hi, yeah, Alan. Yeah, we were cut up, we were cut off there. I said thunderstorms, yeah. I think. But the the um, see, any truth is going to be perverted as soon as it's uttered. Yeah. As soon as as soon as any organization forms, in fact, the Masons teach this in their own books, that everything becomes corrupt very quickly. Yeah. You look at even the American Constitution. And they warned, that with, and Jefferson said it, they said, you need a revolution every generation or I'll be taken over by people getting their own family in until you have dynasties. Mm-hmm. That's happened. So it's the same in any organization. See, this is a civilization, and that's the term they use for this system, which uses money, it uses, it uses commerce, uh, economic power to control vast nations of people. 
This is what they mean by civilization. It's this strange, odd system using money. And with that comes a leisure class, an elite class, and then you have a slave class. And that, that's the problem behind it. So anything that comes out of it, even any truth that is born within it by someone outside of it, is going to be taken by that system and used uh, to control the people. And, and that's what's happening now, too, with the New Age movement as well. They're taught that nothing is really real. Everything's illusion. And I've met so many of them who have been so mind-bombed with this, they think that anything around them is unreal. That's the difference between an hallucination and uh, an illusion. Uh, they're, they're out of the picture, and they don't work to stop the evil that's happening in the world. Alex, could you hold me over? Okay, yeah, I will do that, Tim. And then oh. when we get back, let's go to our uh, caller from Texas. And Thanks. let's segue now, Alan, to what we're seeing now in the world. I'm seeing a lot of things with subliminals and mind control. And, and although we may not always agree on, on everything, and that's clear. I know Alan is a encyclopedia of information when it comes to the subliminal landscape that we're now living in in these high-tech cities that we're being pushed into. And so let's discuss that when we come back because I'm seeing a lot of stuff. For those listening, our phone number is 512-646-1984. Again, our guest is Alan Watt. His website is cuttingthroughthematrix.com.